when you see a 50 pounder eat a solid timber lure that you've made that looks so pretty the first thing you'll come up to mind goes he has scratched something that i've just spent three or four bloody hours on but at the end of the day that's what they're designed for yeah this isn't about having a ferrari in a garage this is about getting your ferrari and racing it on the weekends and driving it every day of the week how you going it's uh simon here from Mulagi, and these are my homemade lures made from northern territory timbers mainly first started making these when I kept on losing big fish. I mean, I had no uh, sense of purpose to actually make lures until I saw the sort of fish that I was losing. I was getting lure failures, breaking, wire was pulling, increased my gear size, and then I went to buy some of these good lures and I could not believe what I was paying and what I was prepared to lose. Ultimately, at the end of the day, sometimes you go out and lose eight lures in one day. Like a really good example is you go and buy this flash law of a brand name and it works really well and then you lock in because it's going to a reef and all of a sudden the plastic disintegrates and the rear hook base has just popped out now i've seen that on 50 pound gear i'm using pe8 100 pound 130 150 pound liter when i put that sort of load onto those laws i'm not even bent over and i hear an explosion we're at your place uh, uh out in Wallagi, uh out the back and there's sawdust everywhere. <laughs> There's sawdust all over the table. There's sawdust all over the workbench. The fact that you've got your clothesline sitting above the workbench covered in sawdust uh, tells me that you don't really care much about the cleanliness of your clothes. Now I actually use it for a drying rack for the lures. <laughs> Lures drying up next to your undies. <laughs> Most of your undies are drying up inside in the, in the wet season, I'll tell you that. I'm just having a look at some of them here. You've got a couple of containers. I mean, all the ones we're looking here, between poppers and um, slidery stick bait looking things, they're all 200 mil plus. And they're all, you can tell they're all made of timber that's, that's hardwood. Yeah, so you've got some hardwoods and we've got some lighter timbers. Like, if you want it to float, you can hardwood floats. But you might want it to react differently, so you need something to be a bit lighter, even though you have got internal ballast, like you've got lead You've got lead in certain places. You've got different toe points in certain places to make these things do certain things. And when you stop that law, like a barrel law, you want it to float back up sometimes. You want them to hit a suspending bait. Sometimes you want them to eat a sinking bait. Like if it's choppy, overcast, water's turbid, you can't see. Surface laws are good, but this is all about interactive, sight casting, predatory fish. So if you can't see them, you change your law around so you need to make so many different laws and so many different colors and that ultimately at the end of the day they have to be strong they have to be something that looks good to a gt may not necessarily look great to you just looking at those nude ones so what timbers are you actually using in those so i'm lucky enough i've got a bloke down the road his name's peter local fella all the fell timber from cyclone marcus mahogany i mean mahogany is dense strong and beautiful there's two colors of mahogany there's that red color and you can sort of see that there it's beautiful um, and then you've got the lighter mahogany uh, both just as hard to work with but have different densities and they float a little bit differently and they feel a little bit differently how heavy are these the ones that look exactly the same size in a lighter timber they're about 110 grams. These ones here are anywhere from two to 250 with hooks. 
All right, let's have a look at another one here. I'm just going to pick one sort of at random. This one's got a bit of darker timber to it. still fairly dense. Uh, what timber is that one? That's Jarrah. In the recent cyclone cleanup, someone was cleaning up a old veranda. And when I grabbed the timber, it had green paint. As you can see, that beautiful bench over there where I make my laws is made from. This Jarrah that's painted with mission green, I think it is. So once you uncover the beauty of that and you realise it's Jarrah, and you see the density and the strength, you can actually get smaller, thinner tails, which will give you a lively action. You can't do that with light timbers. There's a density about it that will sink quite evenly, but there's a, a, a beauty about Jarrah, and when you put that on a nude, the, you just can't beat it. I don't want to become philosophical, but we've become very reliant on plastic. But I think keeping the, the, the wooden law alive, for the simple reason it's sustainable, I mean, I'm using timber that's been thrown away. Your chair that you're sitting on is potentially going to be a popper in about three months' time that I'm going to design for nighttime barra in the runoff for the South Alligator. <laughs> so <laughs> I look at things completely different to you do, you know? Uh, I love it. I mean, so give me another example of, of an object you've turned into a lure. Uh, hammer handles uh, made from hickory. bit hard because of the end grain, but such a tough, dense strong wood but it's still fairly light and even that table full of sawdust i've got ideas on on where that's going to be converted to one day too <laughs> you're just going to slowly uh just whittle down the furniture until it's all lures yeah well actually it's interesting because all my furniture inside is actually all handmade from northern territory timbers so i don't mind making <laughs> my laws out of my furniture. I've got a dining table in there. That It's now a coffee table. Pretty soon it's just going to be some planks of wood. It's probably going to be a couple of 50 pounders, to be honest. <laughs> when you see the fish and you see the law that you've made in its mouth, there's, there's two sorts of satisfaction. One is you've got the big fish, but you've got the big fish on your law. Um, that to me is probably that next level of satisfaction. Like, it's great catching a fish and catching something on your own law, um, landing the fish. You, you take your photos and then you release that fish and you look back at that law, all of a sudden you, be, you get this attachment. Like, I'm looking at this law full of scratches. It's unlike my plastic laws that I've got. This law I've made, and I know how many rewarding, memorable fish. Do I chuck it out again or do I keep it? That's how memorable it is. It becomes a keepsake, um, but it's probably going to go out again because I know it works. Mm-hmm.